welcome back to another episode, Truth Seekers. How are you doing tonight, Brie? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm always wonderful. What's our episode about tonight? Tonight we're going to talk about one of the weirdest conspiracies, adrenochrome. Ooh, adrenochrome. So we mentioned this on the previous episodes, and, you know, like we said, we didn't really know it was a thing, and then I saw it on a documentary, and it just seems like I'm seeing it everywhere now. Yeah, and if you start to look into it, it's a deep, dark, dark rabbit hole of nonsense and craziness that you go into, and I think we should start off this episode by saying we have no idea whether this information is true or not true or if it's fact or if it's fiction. We're only coming to you guys with the information that we found on the internet. So the FFCs and what are, why don't you tell them? The fucking fact checkers. (laughs) The fucking fact checkers. The FFCs. Just so you guys know, you can keep your little fact checking books in your pocket because there's no way to prove that any of these facts or information are true or not true. Like most of the things we talk about, honestly. (laughs) So true. So true. Uh, But thank you, FFCs. It's a conversation, all right? Yeah. Why don't we just start off with, what is it? Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome? How are we saying it? Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. Or adrenochrome? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) No, <laughs> I'm sure we're saying it wrong. Adrenochrome is basically human adrenaline gland, to put it into the simplest terms that I can. What it really is, is it's when you oxidize adrenaline, which is a process that takes place apparently by scaring the living shit out of people. It's rumored to have very similar effects to like LSD or mescaline or other hallucinogens. Other than starting off with what it is, it's kind of hard to pin down a point of where exactly in history this began. There's a lot of speculation that the Mayans sacrificed people particularly children, and were harvesting their adrenochrome from them during sacrifices to their gods, although that's very unconfirmed. And it comes up to present-day Illuminati bullshit. Pretty much. And everything in between that you can imagine. One thing we could say off the bat is adrenochrome is mentioned in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which I think is people's first point of reference when they hear that. Yeah, I would agree. In the movie itself, they talk about how they have to harvest it from a live human being in order for it to be pure. Although our research has really dived in to see that not so many people are harvesting it from live human beings. The majority of them are being killed in some sort of sacrifice. That might be a big part of it. Absolutely. That could be just one of the steps in their ritual. Like you mentioned, the Illuminati's So the deep state, the cabal, cabal, new world order, basically a small group of very powerful people that are high up there, maybe in politics or really in any form of government or banking system that pull strings. And so these people get together for very dark occult religious purposes and do these weird ass rituals, which a lot of it has to do with human sacrifice. Well, yeah, and it's said that this drug is highly addictive, that after you have it the first time, you can't stop. And it kind of gives you a adrenaline high, which you would assume that it gave you. So, you know, you've heard the term adrenaline junkies. You know, there's a lot of people in the world who live for that 
adrenaline rush and that adrenaline high. So I can understand why taking it as a controlled substance would turn into sort of an addiction. Yeah, absolutely. Would this dark group of people, let's just call it the cabal. It's easiest for me. Is there a better word for you? No, cabal sounds fine. We'll just go with the word cabal. Illuminati, cabal, Illuminati. Yeah. yeah. They are accused or rumored to be pretty much abducting people. Specifically children. Children. And traumatizing them so that adrenaline is being released into the blood and then they're either harvesting it and taking it later or the purest form I guess would be the adrenochrome which isn't that has to be extracted from the base of your neck or spinal cord wherever that gland is that releases adrenaline so the first way this cabal kind of extracts it is through the experience of terrifying individuals to the brink of like insanity and it's known as satanic ritual abuse or SRA. Their theory is is that if you scare the living shit out of them, it releases all of this adrenaline into their blood. So that way when you kill them and you drink the blood, you're ingesting their Mm -hmm. adrenaline. And I mean, you could do this with everyone, but the reason why they choose children is because they're so young. They're really the purest form. I mean, as you grow older, you have all these different ideas and programming into your head and a child really is so much more innocent. So that's extracting even more, I think, of just pure fear, just solid adrenaline. Absolutely. And then you kind of see the second part of harvesting it, more like in the news media and fiction and TV shows and movies and stuff like that, where they're kind of putting somebody in a state of fear. Think of like the Matrix. You're hooked up to a machine. They're pumping you through this simulation that's scaring the shit out of you. And then they're extracting your adrenaline out of you as it's going on. That's really a creepy thought to be taking someone else's adrenaline. Even when you get a healthy dose of your own adrenaline, it's just so weird. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that fight or flight. I mean, you don't really feel any pain. It increases your strength strength. Even just thinking back to the car accident, I didn't really feel much. And then as it started to wear off, then I started getting all my senses to how bad something hurt. Mm -hmm. So that would be so weird to just get high off of someone else's adrenaline and that to be pumping through your blood. What, are you numb and you're just like hyped and you're like, "Ah." See, and that's kind of where I'm confused as and where a lot of the study and research gets a little murky when it comes to this substance. So the first kind of well-known study that's going on would be back in like 1952. A. Hoffer and H. Osmond, who were two doctors in the psychiatric field, and they were studying the effects of LSD on psychiatric patients to see if it would help them. And they kind of sort of came up with the endochrome hypothesis, which was a paper that they wrote, stating that they found people who were diagnosed with schizophrenia. It was a result of them having too much of this endochrome being released into their brain, which caused permanent damage and consistent damage because it was continuously releasing into their brain. So they decided we'll find a medication that can stop this adrenaline from being pumped out and it'll stop the people from having these schizophrenic episodes. Where it gets a little weird at is people have stated that when they take the adrenochrome, it gives them kind of like a psychoactive effect. So they start hallucinating, their behavior changes, which kind of makes sense to me if you think about it in the realm of schizophrenia and how people act. I could understand and see the mirrored 
symptoms within schizophrenia and the things that people are saying when it comes to the effects of this. It's hallucination, it's thought disorder, bizarre ideation, tons of masturbation, depersonalization, (laughs) body image disturbances and body dysmorphia, a high sense of euphoria, and hypermania. To me, very much so sounds like a schizophrenic episode. But I guess in later dates and times, scientists have come out and said, That's not why schizophrenia happens and that they were way far off. But it's interesting how those two, the symptoms of it kind of mirror those two things. I could see that. Also, endochrome is an actual substance and currently a medication. Parts of it are used for blood clotting. They use a derivative of the endochrome, not in its pure form by any means, but they take a derivative of it and they use it and it helps clot people's blood. So that's one application that they found. It's not scheduled with the United States as a narcotic or anything like that because, again, there hasn't been too many test results or studies done on it. It's used to cure hemophiliacs from bleeding. So a hemophiliac is somebody whose blood is really, really thin, doesn't clot properly. So if they get like something like a small paper cut, they could bleed out. One of our vice presidents happens to be... (laughs) (laughs) Look at Bree laughing. Happens to be one of these and has a hard time with the blood clotting. And do you know who that is? Joe Biden. There's this weird conspiracy that went around the internet a while back when Obama was president because Joe Biden was caught carrying two pints of his own blood with him at all times. (laughs) I'm so serious. He was stopped in an airport and approached by security and they were like very confused as to why he was carrying around in a briefcase two bags of his own blood. What he said was his own blood. Right. The internet exploded and they were like, oh my God, that's the blood of small children that he killed and sacrificed that is drenched in adrenochrome. Well, kind of, sort of, yes, all of that is true in a sense, but also not true. He really was carrying around his own blood It really did have the endochrome inside of it, but it was because he's a hemophiliac and that's part of the medication that he takes to help clot his blood. And the reason he carries his own blood around, he's not the only person in a high position who does. Any of the presidents, any prime ministers and stuff like that carry that with them in case there was an accident and they need a blood transfusion. But here's where it gets a little bit weird, right? I understand carrying your own blood around. Let's say you're going to like a third world country who doesn't have the Red (laughs) Cross, right? You'd probably want your own blood. I don't know if you want some weird stranger third country blood. I'll think about that next time. Yeah, but what's weird is he's just walking around the United States with his own blood. Where we have red crosses, it's not like he had some rare blood type or something. So it's theorized that the reason these elite people carry their own blood with them is because they don't want our blood because they know that our blood is tainted with the shit that's put into the world, like in our water supplies or with chemtrails and things like that. So conspiracy on a conspiracy. So when I talk about this shit being a rabbit hole, you think you're researching one thing and then it tails and spins out into something else. And it's like, wait, what? So then, you you know, you start researching the endochrome and then you realize, oh my God, the government carries around their own blood because the blood of its people is tainted. Like, how fucking crazy is that shit? Obviously, politics and all that is linked with, you know, the slave trade and mm-hmm. sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. and with, Yeah, and like pedophilia, all of this stuff connected. And then with them really being, here's that word, Luciferian again, mm-hmm. getting tied up in there too. It's really interesting that all these little things kind of get pulled, like you said, when you look up one thing. But really, there's all these weird dots that are all kind of connected. And it's a very foggy story, but it's pretty freaky. And I will say that you can actually purchase endochrome on the internet from Santa Cruz, California, Biotech. You can buy it, a vial of 25 milligrams for $41 and have it delivered to your house. 
Well, remember I told you, okay, so this whole thing came up in one of our lives, which we've mentioned also. And I mentioned how a doctor gave me some once and I had it in a bottle. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure I don't have it. I should have went crazy and started looking for it. I didn't. But I'm pretty sure the way that she explained it to me was that you can have a deficiency and that would help with remembering my dreams and stuff. (laughs) So I was like, absolutely on board. Give me a bottle of that. And I never took it, but I think it's funny because I was like, ah, eh, you know, one of those things I, I got and then I forgot about it. I just tossed it in one of my drawers. Mm-hmm. And then this whole topic came up and it's like, what? No way. Why would they be drinking people's blood? That's nuts. It is nuts. But it's, also <sighs> kind of makes sense because you have to think about it back like in the Middle Ages and stuff. There was a lot of rumors going around that some of the queens and stuff, in order to stay young, were killing servants and draining them of their blood. Maybe technically the endochrome wasn't necessarily the forefront of why they were doing it. But what I will say is, you know, there's the one queen. I forget her fucking name. Elizabeth? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. There we go. There was Elizabeth Bathory. Mm-hmm. That's who it is. Yes. That was the one that was like torturing the, yes. the, her servants mm-hmm. or something. And I think that's what that American Horror Story coven was reflecting on yes. as well. Absolutely. So what she would do is she would take one of the slaves or one of the young girls up to the basement. She would tie them up high to the ceiling, pierce their skin and have them bleed out and and then would bathe in their blood. Well, she started she started very slowly with just, you know, applying it to her face or, you know, (laughs) just a drop on the cheek. Yeah. And then it became this whole thing where she had literal bathtubs full of it and she started consuming it and things like that because she thought it would keep her young which there are studies and research out there that younger people blood does actually help your skin look and feel younger. Like those vampire facials. Exactly, exactly. They also have the foreskin facials, same fucking deal. Crazy. So she was doing this and maybe not in her head, she didn't know what endochrome was, but by slowly killing those victims and having them slowly bleed out and terrifying them, she was putting their adrenaline glands into the blood that she was then bathing and consuming. It just sounds like her own dark ritual without her knowing it and that she just became completely obsessed. Mm -hmm. Maybe just a small taste of the blood was all she needed to then just want to be consumed with it. I can see how that and these dark Luciferian, whatever you want to call them, cults link. That makes perfect sense to me. See, and here's what I don't understand. If it was me and I was in the elite and I was trying to get some of the sweet endochrome that I was addicted to, I don't necessarily think killing small children is the best way to go about it. I would think you would have a bunch of children that you would put in these terror machines that you would terrorize (laughs) and then extract all of their stuff. And then once it's all out and they maybe can't produce anymore, you know, then kill them? Yeah, maybe it's just that it wears off. I mean, think of it. When you take ecstasy, you have not, but medically, scientifically, whatever, when you take ecstasy, all of your serotonin is being released at Mm -hmm. once, but your brain has to build that back up. Mm -hmm. So I imagine that there would not be an endless amount of adrenaline storing in that gland that it would need to rebuild itself back up. That's why I would keep a few of them kitties on tap that I could just open up and take some whenever I needed it. Because I feel like killing it is such a waste of a body because eventually your body's going to reproduce it. Same thing with the blood and all that. But maybe they're not as scared anymore. I guess. I I can see it as like such a pure, raw moment where the child just has no idea what's going on. And then it's so terrifying. Yeah. So this is where it gets weird when you start linking aliens into it. (laughs) We always have to bring it back to aliens. Yeah. Okay, so if there are these other dark, arconic, fear 
extracting human energy, breathing negative entities out there, then obviously a ritual like this would be ideal. It would be like, absolutely, I'm on board. I feel like we're going down the road of the reptilians. Well, something like that. Draco reptilians. Exactly. And that would make sense because not only are you terrifying these children and you're releasing the adrenaline into the blood, but they're actually releasing an energy off of them for these other negative archonic entities to be there to ingest that at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then I think, is that why there's such a partnership with these dark elite people and Dracos? Mm -hmm. Do they work together? Is there a trade for something? Well, I will say that out of all the conspiracy theories in the world, the one thing that I've always found a very solid thread through is the Illuminati slash Cabal slash New World Order always being tied to reptilians. Draco reptilians. Draco reptilians. Since the beginning of time, I can remember that we've talked about conspiracies. You've seen the videos on the internet. Shapeshifting. Draco reptilian is actually Hillary Clinton. Like, I have you know. issues with shapeshifters, but yes. So it's interesting that those two things kind of go hand in hand, though that they've always been intertwined, and then you find something like endochrome that threads them together even more. It does. It's like the perfect match. Let's just pretend that they really are diehard believers for Lucifer. Okay. So then they have this other dark entity that is tied in with that, and I would imagine they would take Dracos to be, like, higher up because they're freaking reptile-like and they're evil. Yeah. So maybe there's a small part of them that also worships these Dracos. The thing that I conjure in my head is that they're worshiping this Lucifer person. And then there's these other entities that come into play. And then they do this giant ritual where there's children and they're getting high off of that. And then the reptilians are getting high off of that. And then, I don't know, I I get this visual in my head of all of it and how it's orchestrated and how it all works together. Each thing is a piece off of the next. Oh, for sure. What you, the problem is, is you peel back one scale of the of the reptilian conspiracy and like 10 more form that you got to peel off to figure out what's going on. If this is the fountain of youth, mm-hmm. these people really are slowing down their age. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about these deep elite people that either stop aging or they'll kill themselves off publicly, but then taken somewhere else and then they're like resurged up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could think of these people lasting for centuries like Mm -hmm. this. When the hell did this start and how long is that going to go on if they're not going to die? I mean, I don't know. Just look at the Queen of England. I remember in our conspiracy episode, you were like, yeah, she bathes in blood. She's a reptilian. And I was like, that's nuts. But if she's part of the cabal in the grander scheme of things, I mean, look at her. She's 80 something and she's still walking around like she's fucking 40, fucking running everything. But she does look old. Well, she does look old, but in spirit, maybe not. Maybe she's wearing an old people mask. You would think she would be dipping in the blood for a long time, like as a child. Maybe she only dips from like neck down, so you can see her face always looks old. Because these elites, they tend to be carried throughout the century, like the same families, Mm -hmm. you know? So I imagine that as a child, you're brought up around this. Or maybe you reach a certain age and then they like grab your hand and lead you into the cellar basement area. And then you walk into this crazy ritual and you have to watch these things and then just accept that that's normal. Well, I guess that that kind of comes down to, you know, when you're raised in things. And there's tons of people in the world who are raised in different situations and they don't bat an eye at it because it's the 
the only thing they know, so they don't consider it bad or good, you know what I mean? I don't know if maybe just taking them by the hand one day, I'm sure that all of these people who are involved in the cabal Illuminati bullshit are probably in it from the minute they're born, because that's the only way you can normalize it. Just like with people who are in um, Scientology, there are people who are born into Scientology and they know no other way other than that. And everything else just seems ridiculous to them. Why would you not believe in Scientology? It's the only thing I know. So I would assume that they would have to immerse them in there in a very, very early age to normalize it so that you don't have people rebelling and coming out. And it's like, this will keep you young. This will keep you beautiful. This will maintain your power and money. Because I mean, if they know how to do this, they obviously can do it on a mask scale. Oh, for sure. So they've got to be making trades and like dealing it to other powerful leaders, maybe across the world, maybe to other planets. Maybe to other planets makes sense to me. I don't know about other parts of the world because I feel like at that point, anybody can take a kid and kill it, scare it, drain it of its blood if but it wanted to. But you gotta be a part of the small ritual, really. You gotta get the Dracos on your side. I mean, I don't necessarily think that you have to in the grand <laughs> scheme of things. Like, if you're just trying to get this weird adrenaline shit, like I said, I can order it online right now for $41 I think if that's I wanted fake, to. though. I really do think that that's a scam. I don't think that's real at all. I will say that there are several other studies about endochrome in the medical field, but the problem is, is that you cannot read any of the information about it because in order to access any of the case studies and medical papers that are out there, you have to be a part of their medical system society, which I think is kind of bullshit. Not I don't. Saying. I mean, why would you want to get other people hyped up? And then they're like, we're going to kill all these kids. We're going to keep them in the name of science. But I'm just saying it's just interesting. Well, obviously, they're not killing kids in these things. Obviously, they're like extract. I mean, I think that when you become like a doctor or a researcher in that way, you have to take like the Hippocratic Oath where like you don't harm anything. Mm-hmm. So I would assume right. that all of these medical studies that are being produced by like Harvard or wherever probably aren't killing children in order to get this endochrome. Right, they're doing it on animals probably because there's no law on that right now. So I believe the same exact thing happens to an animal. Oh, for sure. But I'm just saying, I think it's interesting that we don't have access to any of these studies unless we're part of that community. Not saying that if I was able to get one of these medical papers and read them, I would have any idea what they're talking about because medical jargon is so different and so hard to read. Even the little bit I could find, I was just like way over my head. I don't know what any of this shit means. No, I agree with you. Absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about endochrome and pop culture. So, you know, we we mentioned that it was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and that movie came out in 1998. But even before that, it was in the Fear and Loathing Las Vegas book by Hunter S. Thompson, which was published in 1971. Also, that same exact year that his book came out, A Clockwork Orange came out. Which is rumored to be about that. So it's rumored to be about adrenochrome. And the substance in the movie, they actually call it as adrenochrome. So Mm -hmm. they just drop the A in it. So it's rumored that those two things are similar. I didn't like that shit either. That movie creeped me out. That's super creepy. But I will say to just tell the FCCs right now before you halt and you stop the podcast and you start (laughs) Googling things. At the end of Fear and Loathing on Las Vegas, in the special documentary features and stuff at the end, Hunter S. Thompson and whoever the fuck else was on there, the director, stated on there that endochrome wasn't a real thing, that it's just something that they made up that that's not real. Of course they did that. But what's funny about it is Hunter S. Thompson wrote a book called Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail 72. And in the footnotes of this book, he says, it was sometime after midnight in a ratty hotel room and my memory of the conversation is hazed due to massive ingestion of booze, fat back, and 40 cc's of endochrome. (laughs) 
So, what's also funny about Hunter S. Thompson in particular is that there are a few survivors of the SRAs, so satanic ritual abuses, who have come out saying that Hunter S. Thompson was a part of the Illuminati, and he was in these rooms, and he was abusing children. Oh, fuck. Tons of different abuse victims who have come out from this whole thing have said Hunter S. Thompson's name several times. So it's interesting that he writes about it, not one, but two of his books, then has a bunch of people accuse him of being a part of this satanic ritual Illuminati bullshit, then to come out in 1998 and be like, "Mm, that stuff's not real. That's perfect. Like, interesting how that kind of goes in that kind of weaved into all of that. And not to mention in the movie when he's tripping off on that, what's his name? The lawyer guy. He, like, turns into this weird, like, demonic thing. And then, like, reptilian. It's like, oh, come on. The whole thing was, like, hell. It's like when he goes out into the lobby or whatever and it looks like everybody's alligators and shit. Like, there's so many threads that all connect themselves when it comes back to Illuminati, Cabal, Reptilians, Adrenochrome, whatever you want to call it, Adrenochrome. All of it makes sense. And it's so funny that, of course, they're going to be the first people to come out and be like, no, it's just it's just a movie. It's just just all made up stuff. We discussed earlier today, like, do we believe this or not? And it's still hard because there's... There's so many things that make sense, especially when you get on the political side and with a lot of the people. What victims are you calling these? The um, the victims sin- of SRA. Yeah, SRA. I've watched a lot of those videos, too, and it's it's so scary. And there's so much detail that I think, why would someone just make this kind of stuff up? So it's hard when you have that kind of stuff. I mean, one can take it as evidence. And then there's also that side of me that is still like most people, when you hear something crazy, you automatically kind of turn your head to it. Like, that can't be true. But that doesn't mean that it's not. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I've recognized over time that a lot of the things that I think are just so outrageous and crazy and just way, way out there, like, okay, come on, now you're being dramatic and that's so exaggerated. Sometimes those things really do end up being true. As Mark Twain put it, one of our favorite quotes in the whole wide world, fact is stranger than fiction. So it's hard. It's hard for me to still say what I think. Yeah, so Brie asked me when we were at work, she's like, what do you what do you think? Is it true? Is it not true? And it's hard. I, I don't know. I want to believe it because I'm all about that conspiracy life and I'm all about the shit. And if you look into it and you see all the threads, how could it not be? But then in the same time, like, I also don't want it to be true because then that means that there's literal hundreds and thousands of children that are being murdered all the time. So Hillary Clinton doesn't have wrinkles. (laughs) She does still have wrinkles, by the way. But you know what I mean? Like, to put it into retrospect, I will say the one person in the world who everybody says on the Internet, not one video doesn't message her name is fucking Hillary Clinton when it comes to reptilians, the Illuminati, and endochrome. And being pedophiles in general. Exactly. Well, you know, I feel like the more I want to say that I'm still on the fence, now I lean more towards this is true. And I know there's a lot more evidence out there. I'm sure the people that are listening to this that know all about it are really disappointed. Like, oh, come on, guys, there's this and there's that. You forgot to mention this, yeah. And, you know, we'll definitely look more into it. This is a new thing. It's interesting that it was just such a joke and just, uh, you know, like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then now it's, oh, shit, this could be real. Mm -hmm. It might be one of those things that will just be brought to my attention more and more, like a lot of things do 
when I either don't believe in them or hear something for the first time, it's like if it's meant for me to really look at, the synchronicity will just be everywhere. I'll Mm -hmm. just get stuff all over my Instagram or like I'll see something on TV and it's just over and over and over and over. Absolutely. And so it's hard to believe that music performances and in movies, there's always those people like, look at their satanic rituals, the fire and the blood. And I did see some video of Kesha like pretending to drink blood out of a heart. heart. Little things like that where my first response is, you guys are just crazy. You're just being trolls on the internet that jump on these little things. But could they really be a part of that? I don't know. We don't. And I don't think we're going to know anytime soon. And it's hard for me still to link celebrities with the name Illuminati Shirt, because to me, I think that's a garbage name. You're talking about like Cabal. Deep State. I just for some reason still can't link celebrity with that because I feel like they're on a lower plane. I think not all celebrities, but I think there are a very select few who are very, very high up and very influential that probably are a part of it because they control a large chunk of the world. Like as much as me and you don't like Beyonce, and I'm sure people are going to get, I don't don't have anything against her. I'm just not super into her by any means. Her music's whatever. I don't care. But if you think about it, her audience is worldwide. And they're crazy. So of course somebody like her... I could link to that Cabal Illuminati deep state bullshit because that makes sense to me. Because it just doesn't make how sense many, to me. See, but how many people she has under her control? But by music. Exactly, though. But her music isn't weird or dark. So, like, that we there's know no of, control over that. That we know of. I've listened to plenty of Beyonce in my life. And that's why you were abducted by aliens. Oh, God. But yeah. not, not by Draco reptilians. Not by Draco reptilians. It's weird. But then you could get into that whole thing about people that get into Hollywood, sell their soul to the devil. And then if that is true, then they are linked to them to a certain point. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense why in these rituals, these people really do worship the devil. And then there's the weird entities that get involved. And it sounds like it's not just a sacrifice. It's It sounds like so much more than that, in all honesty. I mean, and then, like, the sex gets intertwined in there. Well, they say that there's something about sodomy, that when you're sodomizing a small child, it's what gives them the most fear. So a lot of these SRA abuse victims and stuff talk about all this sodomy that happens because it really is what brings the fear in something, especially, you know, if you're a little kid who's like six years old and has no idea about anything and all of a sudden some big dude is sticking his dick in your asshole, like, you can get a little terrified. Yeah. And so that's one of the ways that they, they sodomize them you're putting all that fear and that pain into their body and they're releasing all that adrenaline so that way when you slash their throat they're good to go you have some good you know drugged up blood for yourself it's disgusting super if this is a thing it's so sad it makes you want to travel the world save all the children but not bring any home with us (laughs) just like release them back into the world it's one of those things that's like is it impossible to do yes yes Unfortunately, I think that if this is going on, there's absolutely no way anybody's going to be able to stop it. Maybe we'll just spread the word and watch out for these politicians that are walking around with their blood and their briefcase. So that's weird. If you guys see Joe Biden and you see him with a briefcase, take it. He's probably the only one that's been caught. I'm sure they... I think he's one of the only ones who've been caught, yeah. Wow. Because Alex Jones even came out after it was all said and done and was like, no, a lot of elite people carry their own blood around. 
He didn't necessarily say it was because of the endochrome. He was more on the side of, well, yeah, they're doing it because they know our blood's tainted with all the shit that they put inside of things. So of course they don't want ours. They don't want just normal people blood. And because you might not have any adrenaline running through that blood. Mm-hmm. What if it's really not in case they need a blood transplant? It's really just like to get a quick fix. That's absolutely what a lot of people think that it is. Puncture a little hole, suck mm-hmm. a little bit up, yep. and then tape it back. Yep, 100%. That's what people think it is because they say it's such an addictive habit that you want to have it all the time so they carry these blood bags around so they can get little hits of it whenever they can that's awful i know that's fucking crazy did you also know that this shit has been rumored to be linked to mk ultra yes i did and so i but find that a little interesting too that they're throwing that in there that they were using it for mind control this can go down a whole spew of things I think the rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper and deeper with this one. And like we said, you start to look into it because you're looking into the adrenochrome and then you go down a rabbit hole into a million different things and a million different conspiracies and they all seem to be linked by this adrenochrome, adrenochrome, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so I guess we're really just scratching the surface. You guys let us know what you think. Send us some cool links on Instagram if you find some more information. We'll do some more research and really see maybe in the next couple of weeks how we really feel about it. For sure. I feel like at this point, we might both be leaning toward this is a serious possibility. We just, I think maybe don't want it to be true. I Maybe that's it. Ignorance is bliss, yeah. right? We're just hardcore middle bitching ourselves. I know. Oh, come on. Don't shame me. But we're going to middle bitch ourselves for now. We're going to middle bitch tonight. Absolutely. You want to jump into our favorite part of the episode? The shout out. Shout outs. Why don't we start off with our skeptics, and we have Jan from the Good, the Bad, and the Just Plain Standard podcast. Then we have our truth seekers, Shayna, Jamie's mom. Hey, Mama, and Destiny at Destiny from Space. Then we'll go into our first made-up category, which is Skeptical Truth Seeker, which is Adam from Not For Everybody's podcast. Then we have our middle bitches. Raya! The love of our life, Raya. Scotty at Scotty Doodle. Love you, Scotty. And we also have Bobby from Not For Everyone podcast, who is co-host with Adam. And you can find him at Pinball Bobby and at Not For Everyone podcast on Instagram. We'll go into our next made-up category, which is a skeptical middle bitch. AB. Hey, AB. At Weather Traditions. And then we'll go into our highest tier possible, which is anything is possible, for Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, everybody. We love you guys so much. Absolutely. You guys can hit us up on Instagram at that one time I was abducted. Shoot us an email at that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. And find us on all the other social media outlets in the world to get a hold of us. We love you all so much. So much. And we will talk to you next week. We absolutely we will. Good night, everybody. We're glad to be back. You'll be hearing from us next week. And uh, fuck you, Mountain View, California. Good night.